Hello and welcome back to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry McBain and joining me as usual is Bobby and Dan. And today it's Monday evening, I guess we can say evening now because it's dark outside. Um, And the final FA Cup game is tonight. I think it's West Ham versus someone in Stockport or something like that. Um, But we're going to be going over the games from the weekend of the FA Cup and giving our thoughts on what's happened. So if we start off with you, Bobby, Arsenal... Uh, the FA Cup champions. What did you make of the 2-0 win over Newcastle? Of course, you only got it in extra time. Uh, I'll be honest, it wasn't looking great for the first, you know, 75-ish minutes of the game. The first four, well, actually, that's kind of a lie. Well, the first 45, we had more of the game. It was kind of what you would expect to happen. They sat back. We just tried to break them down. But, you know, Willian, another poor game. Pepe, another poor game not really stepping up to the the challenge. And then obviously we bring on Smith Rowe and Saka and Xhaka and it sort of, you know, firmed up a bit and brought some more creativity. And then in extra time, we sort of ran away with it a little bit. And there was a shaky moment, I don't know if you saw, where they had basically a free shot on goal and Leno pulled out a fantastic Oh, yeah, that was, that was very good. Yeah, um, and he uh, sort of saved us there. How far, Dan, do you think Arsenal can go this year? Do you think they're going to win it again? I think they can definitely get to the semi-finals. Um, I personally think it's going to be the other side of North London, Tottenham, that are going to win it this year. I just think that Jose Mourinho will win something this year. And I can't see... If he wins the Carabao Cup, I can see Arsenal winning this. I think it will be... I definitely think a North London club will win something this season. So that's good news for Bobby. Um it was quite nervy. I was watching it, um, the Arsenal-Newcastle game, and Andy Carroll missed an absolute sitter. Um, and then, obviously, um, got it in extra time. It was Smith-Rowe and then Aubameyang. Uh, Bobby, did you think that um, Newcastle could have grabbed it late on there? Or are you a bit worried? Definitely with that uh, chance with Andy Carroll, I definitely thought he could have taken that. But obviously, Leno's pulled out a great save. I think Andy Carroll, he honestly did more defensively than anyone else. I'll be honest. He was coming back, you know, making loads of bullet headers, clearances. And I think, you know, they definitely came into it in the second half. And, you know, there was all the chance there for for them to take it. Obviously, they don't have quite enough quality to, you know, grasp on those opportunities. They didn't have Wilson. They didn't have Fraser. They didn't have uh, Sam Maximan. So, yeah, I think, you know, it was uh, not the best performance from us. But arguably now you could say that that isn't even... Our desired team. I mean, Martinelli came off injured in the warm-up. He looks like he's going to be out for a, yeah. a month, maybe even more now, which is quite unfortunate for us. But, yeah, I mean, they definitely could have taken it. But luckily, we just you know, relied on the youngsters, I guess. Uh, and then the next game I've got in front of me is the Liverpool-Aston Villa game. Obviously, last time in the FA Cup, uh, when it was Aston Villa. Was that FA Cup or was that Carabao Cup when uh, Liverpool got spanked 7-2? Um, that was the league. Yeah, that was the league. Oh, it was the league. Either way, yeah. Aston Villa, Liverpool, interesting match. Um, Liverpool got the better this time, four-one. They beat them, but in the first half, it was a lot closer. Before they had a little spout of goals and like three goals in four minutes, Liverpool got. Um, but in the first half, Louis Barry, the youngster, scored for Aston Villa. Dan, what do you make of him and you know his performance? He had a great performance. I was watching the game and everything he did in that first half just seemed to come off. And 
Well, he's came through the Barcelona Youth Academy and they've only just recently signed him. And I think he could be getting into that Aston Villa first team certainly soon, or if not, they should loan him out, in my opinion. Yeah, he did a good job and I think he could do quite well in the uh, championship if mm. he were to go to a, a good enough club. Um, obviously, Bobby, we saw him swap, well, he swapped shirts with Fabinho before being told, <laughs> yeah. no, go and get your shirt back, it's your debut shirt. Um, and I think he got both of them in the end, which was good. Um, I don't think Fabinho would really care about getting, you know, um, yeah. keeping his shirt, so it doesn't really matter. Um, next game on the list, it was a, quite a big one. Well, it was quite big on TV and it sold something stupid, like 30,000 online tickets. It was Marine Tottenham. Um, obviously, Marine, non-league. Uh, like There was people watching Gareth Bale from their windows in the gardens. Yeah. And there was a cut-out clock there and it was brilliant to watch. 5-0, um, Spurs won it. What, 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 I, mean, I know Bobby was watching it because I was messaging while you were watching it. What did you make of it? I mean, I think it was basically what you could have expected, to be honest. They uh, they set out well in the first 20-ish minutes. You know, they were quite solid defensively. Yeah. They were giving away too many fouls, but I guess that's just down to the quality of the Tottenham players drawing out fouls like that. And at the end of the day, I mean, they gave everything they could. They had a great shot that went off the bar. And, mm-hmm. you know, if that went in, that could have changed the whole game. You honestly don't know in the FA Cup. But I think just the quality of the players and... The fact that the difference between them is just ridiculous. And I mean, they put up a good performance, but, you know, Spurs striker was clinical on the day. They were making enough chances. And even with the free kick, the quality just took it away from them, unfortunately. Mm. Dan, do you think maybe the deciding factor in that game was the fact that the Spurs players and their fitness was going to be greater than the likes of non-league? Lot? That, that's not their job to footballers. But do you think that fitness was the difference as well yeah, as quality? I think that the fitness wasn't paid the key for the game, to be honest, just because they train sort of five days a week, Tottenham players do, whereas they probably only train twice a week for an hour in the evening or something. Mm. And that could, you could tell that in the game, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. And um, I don't know whether either of you noticed, it was quite obvious when you were watching it, um, but I had crowd noise off, so it was even more obvious, was that someone mm. had those, like a horn or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that that every was... time a Spurs player touched the ball, there was like all these horns and um, yeah. random noises, um, which is quite funny, and it's the FA Cup, so why not uh, have a bit of fun? I mean, Jose Mourinho, he looked really just mugged off to be sitting on looked like a school chair outside and the the Spurs players had the blankets out when they're on the bench and I was like really I mean I know it's cold but a blanket um next game go down the list for me here is Luton Reading Dan so what happened there um 1-0 lost to Luton again in the cup you got knocked uh, out by them in the Carabao Cup again obviously I know there was quite a young quite a few young players in your starting 11 but uh, yeah, Dan, what happened? Uh, so we were playing basically our under-18s team. We didn't have no one on the bench even. Because quite often you usually stick two or three of your main players on the bench if you're playing a team like Luton or someone. But Reading just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, to be honest. They created no real chances. Um, the win for Luton was probably a fair result. We did nothing in front of goal, really. We could have nicked a late draw late on, but 
um, it fell to an 18-year-old and he um, hit the crossbar. Mm. You see, all those things is just basically what I hear every week as a Forest fan. Like, no threat on goal, apart from it's our first team, not our <laughs> under-18s, which is kind of the problem. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, Reading, you had a good... Had obviously youth players, but he did have Elise out there, and he's kind of worth like quite a lot at the moment. Do you think that we could see him going to Europe in the summer? If obviously if you don't get promoted, because like we saw that with Jude Bellingham. Dan, do you think? I reckon that um, he could be. Um, if we don't get promoted, absolutely, I reckon somebody will pick him up. Um, but supposedly, recently, it's came out that his release clause is a lot higher than the eight million that's been reported. Supposedly the club are only going to be accepting 30 or anything above. Jesus. Mm. Mm. That's, that'd be quite, quite a lot. Good money for the club. Um, yeah. I mean, not going to brag, Dan, but even we managed to get into the fourth round. Um, I, think, I think the last time that happened was when, when actually we beat Arsenal 4-2, Bobby. Um, Oh, but great. <laughs> I, I saw Forrest posted about it and I just tagged Bobby in the comments of it just to really rub it in because that's all I live off is just we beat you. For- was that the fourth round, that one? I or think was that the was the third round um, and we got through to the fourth oh, on that. But yeah, we got, we got through to the fourth round. I mean, can't really make much excuses. I mean, I love the fact that Derby lost and I'll get that onto that in a minute. But um, <laughs> Derby lost, Leeds lost and it was a great day, I think. Uh, I know I sent it on a group chat that was Bobby was in, and it was a um, joke all about the FA Cup. I've got it saved somewhere. Let me go to my photos. And it was something like Chris Hutton, Sam Allardyce, um, Wayne Rooney. Hold on a second. Let me find it. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, there you go. So Wayne Rooney, Steve Bruce, Sam Allardyce, and Chris Hutton are sat in a pub. Being a bit oh, cheeky, right, yeah. Chris lets Rooney get the, get the beers in. They down a pint and off pops Bruce to get a few more jars for the fellas. A bit of chatter about this and that and they're all empty. So Allardyce jogs off uh, to refill their glasses. After this third pint, a few pork scratchings, Chris heads to the bar. Upon his return, tight-fisted, Chris has only bought a pint for himself. Oi pipe pipes up Rooney. Where's ours? To which Chris replies, listen boys, this is the fourth round and you're not fucking in it. Um, I mean it was crazy watching the game we it wasn't even our full strength team there were a few people in there that you know don't normally start like Bong and Jenkinson the top quality oh yeah Guy Tang Bong oh lovely one with the hair Um, he actually got the assist for Lyle Taylor it was the first goal of the weekend which isn't something normally we like, was it inside three minutes that goal, I think? Yeah, three minutes. Some, I, don't, we, I wasn't used to it. I wasn't even on the game yet because I didn't expect us to be doing that well. And I couldn't find the red button properly. So Maybe um, you should just not watch the games. I mean, as soon as you weren't watching it, you scored. Maybe you're a bad omen, Harry. But yeah, I think that might... Well, no, that's my, it's my brother that's the problem. Whenever we go to watch Forrest, like, we beat Leeds one time when he wasn't there. Um who else did we beat when he was there? Blackburn, but uh, I mean, that wasn't much of a ch- problem. Um, yeah. But he's a problem, not me, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, next game, as I mentioned, Sam Allardyce there. West Brom versus Blackpool. Interesting match. Ended 2 all, and West Brom lost on penalties. Um, Ooh. Yeah, not doing too great in the league at the moment, obviously, Bobby. And how much do you think... How, how much do you think Sam Allardyce really cared about the cup, considering he wants to survive in the league? 
Uh, I don't think it was on top of his priorities. In the moment, he's probably thinking about how he's going to salvage this poor run of form in the league, to be honest. You know, when he's brought in and everyone thinks, you know, that they were going to, he's going to keep them up because, you know, he's got a good track record of it, but it's not, it's not started too well recently. And yeah, I, I doubt the cup was of his main priority at the moment. He probably wants to keep his first team fit for the league. Mm. So I think, you know, they'll be disappointed if they went out on penalties because, you know, it's never nice to go out on pens. But yeah, it is unfortunate. Yeah, I think as well with Sam Allardyce's record of never being relegated from the Premier League, and he could still do it if he gets sacked before the end of the season. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. If they're doing badly, he might just resign before they relegate, get relegated. His record's intact. Um, Not the worst option. Exactly. Uh, Crawley Town versus Leeds United next. Uh, a brilliant result for Crawley Town. Come up, up the Crawley. Yeah. Um, 3-0 to Crawley. They even brought on Mark Wright in the like, 90th plus second minute <laughs> to run around the pitch for a bit. Dan, um, how disappointing do you think that will be for Leeds fans? I think they'll obviously be gutted, but they were playing quite a strong team as well. Mm. I saw that Calvin Phillips was playing, etc. Um, I just think that though they're going to concentrate on the league now and see if they can get top 10 in the league because I'm sure that was their goal more than the cup at the minute. Yeah, definitely. I think it was... I mean, I don't know whether any of you saw the goals. The West, uh, the Crawley Town's second goal was absolutely brilliant. Uh, like, got the, uh, the inside post of the keeper, and it was honestly fabulous to watch Leeds lose. Um, and there was plenty of jokes about that going around social media. But finally, the game I've been waiting for, Chorley 2, Derby County 0. I mean... Ooh. Is that wait? Is that that Wayne Rooney's a manager of Derby County now? Isn't uh, it? You clearly don't watch Sky Sports because every week it's Derby. It's Wayne Rooney's Derby County. Wayne Rooney's Derby no, County. Wayne no, Rooney's I don't Derby watch County. it that much. Honestly, you'd think that he's bought the club and changed the name, <laughs> or he's or I he's mean, he, running Sky. Yeah, I mean, he does bring the, you know, the attention. I guess. I mean, does he? Do, is he doing that well? I don't really follow. No. Derby County that much. No. Well, I mean. They're about where we Obviously. are in the league, so I guess that's kind of a standard that yeah. we're looking at here. Um, how how has Nottingham Forest fell off so badly, Harry, since you're almost in the playoffs last season? Well, what a, what a fun story. Um, <laughs> last season, we had Lamucci as the manager. He was quite good yeah. until he clearly decided, you know what, I've had amazing idea. Instead of playing an attacking midfielder, I'm just going to play three CDMs. What? Oh, right. Look at that. We've got no attacking threat. It didn't help. Tactical masterclass. That one of the attacking midfielders um, that we signed, Thiago Silva, and he was doing brilliantly. And then we sold him in the summer to Olympiacos, whose owner is the same as ours. It turns out that in his deal when he signed for us, he'd signed for us for a season and then move to Olympiacos. So, what was the point of him in being here? Um, we were just his tester, I think. Um, we've now got no creativity. Oh. Um, and then life's gone quite badly. We lost like the full, first four games in the league. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
Arsenal yeah. had that problem, so maybe you could, you know, bring in some youngsters. It's not always the worst, mm. the we've, worst option. We've been linked with like Olympiakos's attacking midfielder, like Fortunis, and he's worth like sixteen million. So, all right, um, because his manager's had a falling out with him, and the line that's come out in the reports are the manager said, "Send him to Nottingham." As uh, <laughs> that's the punishment. Um, yeah. Yeah, surely they beat Derby 2-0. Um, I'm pretty sure like one of them was a bin men, bin man or whatever. But this was Derby yeah. County's um, like under-18s or whatever because the first team and Paul Wayne Rooney had to self-isolate because of COVID, which was such a terrible shame. Um, oh, yeah. Meaning that surely progress to the next round of the cup. Dan, do you think that... Um, they could do. Or do you think they can get past the fourth round? Depending on who I get, I hope they get us. Oh, knock them out. Um, I reckon that they probably um, will put up a good fight against whoever they get. I'd say that their target, if they obviously they want a top six team in the Premier League, and I reckon that if they get less than five goals conceded against them, they'll be happy. Yeah. And if they get a Championship team, I'm sure they'll probably want to keep the tight margin as close as possible. Mm. And I guess, obviously, um, you don't want to concede five against Premier League side. That's what you just said there, Fred, surely. And Bobby, it must be awful. Imagine conceding four goals to a team in a lower division. Um, it's, almost as if, mm. it's almost as if we did that <laughs> a few years ago to you. I actually don't remember. Oh, no, I don't remember that. It doesn't <laughs> in my memory. Um, There's also one interesting thing that came out of this FA Cup sort of fixtures this weekend. I think we've found Timo Werner and Kai Havertz's level is against Morecambe. And Kepa. I mean, you know, and Kepa, yeah, he's kept a clean sheet. First one since July 2020. I mean, his form's back. And I think it's just brilliant on Twitter. All these Chelsea fans that said Pepe's a flop. I Pepe's a well, flop, right? Hmm. But... Um, Not that they're bad. all trying. They're trying to defend Werner and Haver, saying, "Oh, they've got 13 goal involvements this year." And I'm like, "Yeah, about four of them came against Crawley, and the rest, a load of them came against like in the FA Cup. Remember when Haver scored the? Did he score a hat trick? I can't remember. Oh, but what? they've just been th- those two. I mean, I know it's a totally different conversation, but they've just been so like Werner's looked so off the pace. Havertz has just been like. He just—it uh, doesn't look like he knows yeah. what he's doing. I don't know what's wrong with these two players. Uh, some other yeah. results here that weren't very interesting: Wolves won, Palace nil, Barnsley two, yeah. Branmere nil, um, Bristol beat Portsmouth two one, Chelsea beat Morecambe, as you said there, mm. um, City beat Birmingham three nil. Do we think that um, City can make the final, Bobby? Yeah, I mean, with City in the Cups, it's always a chance, isn't it? They've got a strong enough team. It's whether they, you know, turn up on the day. It mm. it's all depends on, you know, draws and things. And then, as we said, uh, Marine lost Tottenham. But Newport County, this was last night, Newport-Brighton. Uh, it was, I think it was 1-0 to Brighton for the majority of the game. And then, like, Newport equalised in, like, mm. the dying minutes to take it to added on extra time, which they held on again for. Um, and Brighton won 4-3 on penalties, so close. But, um, <laughs> Dan, we always seem to see every year, don't we, Newport County doing quite well in the FA Cup? Yeah, they always seem to do really well in the Cup, but in their mid-table in the league. Um, and 
in fairness, I think they should start concentrating on the league a bit more than what they do on the cup. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Burnley only just got past MK Doms on penalties. Again, there were some few other fixtures, that, like Leicester beat Stoke 4-0. I mean, yeah. it was quite a surprise one. Wickham beat Preston um, 4-1. Uh, mm. We've already said Arsenal beat Newcastle. Uh, Brentford beat Middlesbrough, which is quite an interesting one. They've obviously done really well in the Carabao Cup. Um, Bobby, do you think they can do as well and like use their talent which they do have they got talent do you think they can use it in this competition as well yeah i was just gonna say i was gonna ask you too if you had like a couple i don't know what's the word like dark horses like mm-hmm. you know underdogs that you thought are gonna maybe progress in the fa cup and mine would probably be brentford to be honest i mean they've uh they've brought in ivan tony this year i don't know who they got him from last summer i just know that he had a good season last year and he's uh one of the top scorers in the championship this season so yeah, I definitely think that they uh, they could progress. You know, they've got good talent. They've got a uh, good structure, good team. Obviously, I'm lucky with the playoffs last year and losing two of their key players in Ben Rama and Watkins. But yeah, definitely, I think they'd probably be my team that you could be an outside shout for progressing in the tournament. Not sure if they could win it, but you know, you never know. Yeah, they've, they've got really good players and... Um... I think they've definitely got a chance. They did work quite well in the Tottenham match. Obviously, they lost, They conceded the goals. I think that was the first leg of the semi-final. But mm. they still did really well. Uh, another interesting game was Bristol Rovers versus Sheffield United. Um, Sheffield United won 3-2, which is obviously really close. But, Dan, they managed to get their first win of the season, which was um, really, probably really good news for Chris Wilder. Um do you think that maybe this could start a run of form in the league, even though they were playing Bristol Rovers? I think it will start a run, but I just think that they've already got too big of a point gap to make up. Um, I reckon they'd probably win their next couple of games. Mm. Um, but again, it's Bristol. They're, they're a nobody. They're not a Premier League quality side. So. They're almost as good as Derby. Um, anyway, um, I'll just ask, uh, ask you now, Bobby. Is there anyone in particular you want in the next round? Uh, I don't mind. It would be nice to have, you know, maybe a slightly lower team giving us more of a chance of getting through. But you know, we've shown in uh, FA Cup ties that we can we can beat the better team. So I'm fairly confident we could possibly push for the retention. And uh, yeah. I'm, not really sure who I'd want to get, to be honest. Uh, were you just implying there that uh, Newcastle were the bigger team? That you managed to be the uh, bigger team in the cup? No, I'm well, <laughs> I was more referring to last year's, but you yeah. know, you never know. Dan, who would you like in the next round? Oh, wait, don't worry. Um, well, we'll pass on that one. Um, knowing Forrest Luck, we'll probably get a big team or Arsenal. Um, which it, we would probably beat you again. Not like we lost to you the other season in the Carabao Cup or FA Cup or whatever. But um, we, you know, never know. If we're at home, we might get you know, a lucky win, which probably won't happen. But at least we've progressed to one round of the Cup. And we beat Cardiff, which was quite an impressive <laughs> thing. They, we, they, we lost to them 2-0 earlier in the season. So some improvement there. Um, anyway, thank you uh, for listening, everybody. Make sure to like and subscribe the video for more content. Um, and thank you for listening. That was the final whistle.